Hello and welcome to the Take Back Your Life podcast. My name is Jeff Barton and I'm the creator and host. Today is Monday, February 5th. Uh, if this is your first time listening, the podcast is about self-improvement and regaining control of our lives through our choices and actions. Uh, yesterday was the Super Bowl, of course, uh, and it turned out to be another great game. Uh, I guess if you're an Eagles fan, it was a great game. Uh, so congrats to all you Philly fans out there. Uh, and I also posted a question this past weekend on Anchor. And that question was about, why do you believe people are unhappy? And this question was based on a Harris poll that I read, which stated that only 33% of Americans ages 18 and older consider themselves to be happy. And I know in terms of, of general happiness that the, the United States is lower than a lot of other countries. I believe it was ranked 15th or somewhere around there. But this question has been on my mind. Now, I know why I was unhappy, and, and it had a lot to do with my job and uh, depression and anxiety. Uh, and I take medication for the depression and anxiety as well as uh, receive counseling. Uh, and I'm no longer at that job, which was making me unhappy. So I, I definitely turned around my unhappiness. Uh, and I also want to say that I'm not ashamed uh, of having to take medicine or seeking help. I, I know there's a lot of stigma out there, especially for men, uh, to seek help for mental health issues. Uh, but that's BS. Uh, if you need help, don't let anyone stop you from getting it. I did, and it's the best thing I've done for myself. Even if you don't want to, want to or, or you can't go to a, a professional, Please reach out to someone you trust or a friend, parent, whoever it may be. Uh, you can reach out to me if you want. I, I'm certainly not a professional, but I've been through it and I can listen. Uh, you know, sometimes all you need, that's all you need is for, for someone to listen. So you can call into my anchor station at anchor.fm slash Jeff the Writer or send me an email uh, to Jeff at Jeff the I'll uh, also give you more contact information at the end of today's podcast. So getting back to the question I posed about why we are, are uh, unhappy. I asked uh, listeners if you were unhappy, what made you unhappy? And what did you do to turn that around? And also, if you are still unhappy, why? Uh, and I got a call from a listener who, who talked about happiness being a, a state of mind. So I want you to take a listen to that real fast. I think your question about why are we unhappy, I've realised, and it did take me a long time to be fair, that unhappiness is a state of mind. And that uh, we all have the potential to be unhappy or happy. But when we are unhappy, it's the choices that I think we make that then can take us back to happy or they can keep us in unhappy and I think you can be having difficulties and still be happy you think you can have challenges and still be happy I've not really been out of bed for a month but I'm not unhappy because I'm progressing I'm very ill but it's the situation I'm in so I try not to let it make me unhappy so I could be happier but I'm not unhappy and I don't allow it to leave me unhappy because unhappiness becomes depression and anxiety and further things. Just my take. Uh, so, so he hit on a few points that I want to talk about today. Uh, and that is our thoughts. 
you know, he, he stated he was in a situation where uh, he said he's been laid up in bed for a month, but he is not unhappy. Uh, you know, he said he could be happier, but he is not unhappy. Uh, and for going through depression and anxiety, uh, which, you know, I don't believe will ever be fully cured, although I, I don't really know. I, I tend to mostly agree with what he said. Uh, I, I say mostly because I don't know what would happen if I decided to get off my medication. I don't know how much of my improvement is tied to the medication because I am also no longer at the job, which I hated, and which was the source of a lot of my misery. And with all of it happening at the same time, I don't know what made me happier. I don't know if it was the medication or losing the job. So, But what I do know is I have improved my thoughts and my mindset since those two things have occurred. And that is what the color is talking about. Uh, happiness is a state of mind. It is a mindset. Uh, but I believe this to be only true for those who are not, you know, clinically depressed or have some other type of diagnosed mental disorder, which is not controlled by medication. Um, your, your thoughts can only do so much if you have a diagnosed mental disorder. Uh, now, I'm not a doctor or a medical professional, so, you know, obviously this is just an opinion. But you can learn to improve your thoughts, even if you are depressed or have anxiety. Uh, my anxiety was bad. I suffered from panic attacks. I couldn't sleep. And what sleep I did get wasn't very good. Uh, I mean, I didn't even want to get in bed because I dreaded laying there for hours thinking about stuff and not sleeping. I slept on the couch with the television on just to have some other noise uh, than the, the noise in my head. A and that anxiety led to depression. The depression led to more anxiety. Uh, you know, kind of like a dog chasing its tail around and around, and one led to the other. But once I started to learn how to improve my thoughts, things got better. You know, our mind is an incredible thing. It can be your greatest asset or your worst enemy. It, it can give you freedom, or it can keep you trapped in whatever miserable situation you are in. Uh, I read a lot, and, and if you've listened before, you know I like to use quotes. Uh, a lot of these quotes derive from philosophers including Seneca and Marcus Aurelius. And these philosophers taught Stoicism. Stoicism is, in very simple terms, it, it teaches that the path to happiness is found in accepting the, this moment as it presents itself. Uh, it also teaches that the external is beyond our control, but the internal, meaning our thoughts and reactions, are within our power. It also talks about being mentally prepared to face whatever may happen, good or bad. And the Stoic philosopher Epictetus, I'm sure I'm saying that wrong, but he taught that humans cannot control life, only their responses to it. And this is where your thoughts come into play. Many of us allow circumstances which are beyond our control to control our thoughts. We worry about what is going to happen in the future, and we become burdened by thoughts of the past. We ruminate instead of reflect. Seneca stated, we suffer more in imagination than in reality. 
What that means to me is that we imagine these worst case scenarios in our head. We get into this habit of anticipating things which may not occur, and we exaggerate things which have already occurred. We worry about things which are uncertain, and that literally means not certain. There is no way to tell whether or not it will happen, but we still obsess over uncertainties and what-if scenarios. If you really think about it, most of your thoughts are useless. There is no purpose for them other than just thinking about stuff. The thoughts that are useful are the ones that solve problems. Things which are difficult are only difficult in your mind, in your thoughts. You can achieve what you want, but you have to change your thoughts. You know, we learn these negative thoughts about ourselves from others. Uh, whether it be self-doubt, self-worth, insecurity, whatever. We, we learn it from our teachers, our parents, uh, our friends. Uh, it's learned over time from others as well as from our experiences. We can't eliminate these negative thoughts, but we can be aware of them and notice that negativity. It, it's impossible to always think positive all the time. It, you can't do it. We also can't eliminate feelings. You're going to feel emotions when something happens, but your thoughts based on those emotions are a choice. Everything is what it is according to how you judge it and how you think about it. So, so what do we need to do to not allow these thoughts to control us? And I know you've heard of it, but we, we practice mindfulness. Uh, and what mindfulness is to me is just being aware of your thoughts B and being aware of what types of thoughts, negative versus positive. Look at what you're thinking about and try to rationalize those thoughts a and ask yourself, are they useful? If they aren't, recognize them as negative thoughts and, and get rid of them. They're unnecessary. Unnecessary thoughts lead to unnecessary actions. Mindfulness is also about being present or, or being in the present moment. The present moment is really all you have. Uh, the future isn't guaranteed and, and the past is gone. Don't allow your thoughts to keep you from enjoying the present. The key, like I said earlier, is, is to recognize the thoughts you're having. Be aware how these thoughts are affecting you. And you can practice, practice mindfulness at any time, anywhere. Uh, but what helps make it easier is meditation. And meditation and mindfulness are really two different things. Meditation helps you become mindful. Uh, now, there are numerous studies that show meditation has uh, many benefits, including on anxiety and stress, it's associated with uh, positive outcomes in regards to depression, relapse. It can also reduce loneliness in older adults. Um, I know you've heard of it, and if you haven't tried it, I urge you to, to give it a shot. There are numerous apps you can download on your phone for free, uh, which will walk you through the basics and help you get started. Uh, I use Calm. I know Headspace is another one. Although they can be a little pricey if you subscribe, but there are a lot of other free apps uh, that you can download. You could also go onto YouTube, and, and they have guided meditations that you can follow along with. Uh, but in reality, all you have to do is sit with your thoughts. 
In meditation, the key is the breath. What you need to do is, is go to a, a quiet room and get into a comfortable position. Sit with your eyes closed and turn your attention to your breathing. Breathe naturally, preferably through your nostrils, without attempting to control the breathing and become aware of the sensation of the breath as it enters and leaves the nostrils. This sensation is your object of meditation. It is the object. You should try to concentrate on it, on the breath, to the exclusion of everything else. Uh, at first, your mind will probably be busy. This is normal. And you may feel that the meditation is actually just making your mind busier. But what is happening is you're becoming more aware of how busy your mind actually is. And you'll notice that you'll want to follow these different thoughts as they come. But you should resist this and remain focused on the sensation of the breath. If you realize your mind has wandered and is following your thoughts, immediately return to the breath. Repeat this as many times as necessary until your mind settles on the breath. Now, it does take some practice, and it's common to be constantly thinking about things. But the more you practice, the easier it becomes. Uh, this practice allows us to, to stop the constant thoughts we have all the time. Uh, you can return to the breath at any time you want. You don't have to be meditating to do it. This is what mindfulness is about. Uh, so try it out and let me know what you think. It has really helped me as far as with my anxiety. And it has really helped me uh, get rid of all those negative thoughts that I was having. Um, and what I've also learned when I have negative thoughts is to ask myself, are these thoughts useful? Is what I'm thinking about within my control? If the answer is no, then I move on. I let go of those thoughts. And this is something you can do with practice, but you have to take action to do it. You can't continue to let your thoughts stop you from taking that action. And don't allow your thoughts to rule over you. Uh, you do have the ability to decide what and how you think with practice. Uh, you have the ability to be free from that suffering that results from your thoughts. And you have the power to be at peace at all times within yourself. But you have to get started. And you have to do something every day to improve your life. Create the habit, like we talked about in the second episode, about choice, action, and persistence, and, and creating habits. Once you do that, you will find that life can be as easy as you make it. And uh, again, I want to reiterate that if you're suffering from anxiety or depression, please reach out to someone for help. Uh, there are some things which can't be healed through just mindfulness, meditation, or trying to control your thoughts. Uh, but along with seeking therapy and medication, if you need it, these things can help you significantly. So I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Uh, my name is Jeff Barton with Take Back Your Life podcast, and I'd love to hear from you about your experience with mindfulness, uh, meditation, or, or what you thought about today's episode. You can call into Anchor at anchor.fm slash jefftherider on my website, which is jefftherider.com. Email to jeff at jefftherider.com. 
Uh, I'm also on Twitter, which is at JeffTheRunner1, and finally on Medium, which is at JeffTheWriter. Uh, thanks for listening, and always remember, you have the power to change your life.